The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Queen Sugar's Court, the unofficial Queen Sugar Internet radio show, exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Sunday, October 2nd, 2016, and I am your host, Carla Stilwell. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episodes of Owns Queen Sugar. I would like to first welcome my... Uh, <laughs> My man party, my co-hostesses with the hosties. Is that's that's how I'm gonna call you, men? My co-hosties. <laughs> yes. Or um, devoted slaves, whatever works. Hey, rare. <laughs> uh, let us start with uh, Chris Impact Sutton. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Derek Anthony. Good evening. And the lovely and chubby-cheeked Cherub David. Cello. Much like the angel. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's jump into our recap of Season 1, Episode 5, which was titled By Any Chance and aired on September 28th. 2016. Okay, first, let me read you the official synopsis of the episode. Nova's expose of the criminal justice system causes friction in her romantic relationship with local cop Calvin. Charlie confronts her husband's accuser, and Ralph Angel faces a moral quandary. All the while, the siblings must navigate complications with running their family farm. Meanwhile, Violet receives unwelcome feedback at work, and her boyfriend Hollywood resumes contact with someone from his past. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Let's check in on these ratings for Queen Sugar for this episode. Episode 5 drew 1.6 million viewers, which was a tick up from last week, which is good. good. Now, don't play with me, y'all. I'm giving you 30 seconds each. 30 seconds. What was your initial response, reaction to this episode? Three, two, one, Derek, Anthony, you're up. 30 seconds or less. This was so far my favorite episode, mostly mm. because it was an education for Charlie. Mm. Mm. She was educated all throughout. Mm. We'll get into that. And it wasn't Chris. even sexy. No, it wasn't. Chris, what yeah. you got? It's going to be less than 30 seconds. I mean, in short, Charlie needs to chill out. She needs to take a seat. She needs to calm down. Okay. And um, I love Auntie Violet. <laughs> and that's pretty much about it. 
because she is our bae. She best is our bae. auntie yes. ever. Yes. Best auntie ever. David, your first initial 30 second reaction. Uh, continued astonishment at the acting, um, at the storylines. Um, I think uh, Nova, what, what happened to Nova was uh, very interesting and reflects a lot of conversations I've had around interracial relationships. So it's going to be fun to talk about that. And for me, it is, um, this episode can be summed up in, uh, for me, in one phrase, and that was white privilege parade, Mm. because there was one. Yep. Now, before we get into a thorough recap, here's our, I keep saying recapped today, like we're going to recap again. Where did I get that from? (laughs) Before we get into a thorough recap, here's our announcer to remind us of how you, you listening, can interact with us. Follow us on Tumblr, queensugarscourt.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions? suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Queen Sugar's Court and subscribe. Thank you, announcer. So, guys, I decided to do something a little different because I knew I would have this whole team of handsome on the phone. Mmm. All right, Mmm. I know how to talk to the boys. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to just do this. I know that there's like always this, uh, this, this, um, idea that you got to do things linearly. But for me, this episode was so much about everybody's individual stories. I want to take it major character storyline by storyline. Let's Mm -hmm. do it. So, I'm going to read you guys my recap of that character storyline, and then we're going to dig in. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Okay. Let's start with Nova's storyline. I'm glad you mentioned it, David. So, uh, cop hair exerting his white privilege, and Nova was like, fuck you. (laughs) Then she went home... Then she went home and got everybody high because weed is good. Then she was selling some weed and cop hair returns with the cops explaining and is like, but you're selling weed. So black on black crime. And then she was like, yeah, motherfucker, uh, give me my goddamn key. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Pretty much. Now, now thoughts, gentlemen. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I gave um, 
white dude uh, a slight little title name. I'm calling him Popo Bay. I don't know if that's oh, okay. right. Okay. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Popo Bay. Popo Bay. Hashtag but, uh, cop hair. Hashtag cop here, yes. Hashtag yes. cop here. Okay, cool. But he was trying to do the most. Like you said, he was trying to do his best cop-splaining. Like, he was really trying to kind of defend what was happening to that boy, you mm-hmm. know? And it got to a point where I I felt like Nova kind of constrained herself a little bit. Because, like, even at the beginning of the episode, you know, when he first came in, he was, like, you know, doing this whole thing, like, I hope you're happy, you know, you put the whole entire police department on blast. Like, it really felt like she was really ready to knock him in the face. She, I don't know if y'all remember, like, she walked up to him, and she was like, you got something else to say? Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't got to play no games up in here. But, uh... <laughs> she's like, we can move this whole table back we if that's what you... <laughs> When you move in furniture and all the wrong <laughs> but but it showed, but it, but it definitely kind of went into that dynamic, you know. Um, Nova, you know, being this strong black woman, being this woman who has these strong beliefs within our community, within our people, like she's not willing to back down, even if it's for somebody she cares about, you know. And it really also showed how the cop was just completely disconnected from what was really going on. You know, he's concerned about his brotherhood within the police force, but not concerned about the injustice that's taking place. Exactly. So, all of that. Exactly. so now, uh, go ahead. I wanna, I wanna jump in real quick and just say what um, Eric Garner's daughter mm-hmm. um, yelled in at um, Mayor de Blasio. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because she yelled um, just because you love black pussy doesn't pussy. mean you like black lives. You love black lives. Right. Very true. Right. I'm just throwing that out there in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Continue. Y'all keep talking. And, let, and mm-hmm. let me just say, as a resident of New York, she's not the first to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And I think... I, I, I'm sorry, did I cut somebody off? No, no, go, no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, I think that's that. that is... That dynamic was what was most interesting for me, like because I I, I think that, um, you know, th- th- what was depicted here is like that they had a genuine relationship, and I think they genuinely have feelings for each other. But you can have genuine feelings for somebody that's clueless. Yes, you you know, for somebody that's not really woke i guess if you you know if, if that's the term we want to use right now like you know I, I don't think um at least from what i've seen um the the relationship between um nova and and cop hair since that, <laughs> oh, that's funny since that's what we're calling him um <laughs> is you know I, I don't think it involved uh fetishization uh, mm. i think it involved a genuine attraction but even so, he still, you know, it's like he, you know, when in doubt, white people revert to whiteness. Yes. If <laughs> they, they always revert to whiteness, mm. they go back to white privilege, no matter, you know, it seems like, you know, no matter how down you think somebody is, um, that that was very interesting to see him just revert to whiteness and white privilege and white priorities that was really really interesting and 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 kind of heartbreaking in a way because i i think nova really liked him you know i i'm not sure i'm not sure he ever left white privilege Mm. 
to, to go he back. He didn't. Because okay. here, here was my thing. This was in my notes. I love you. How do you love her? How do you love her if you're this upset over something that she did, over this thing that she has done? Because if you love her, then you know her. Then you knew this would happen. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, this should not have come as a surprise to you. I met this chick four episodes ago. This is not coming as a surprise. To <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so you were simply not paying attention. And then mm-hmm. to throw out at the end as you are taking your keys off the key ring. You know, I always wondered why me? Were you just not asking this question? Because you've been <laughs> over here a lot. Did your wife wonder where you are when you over here? Man, let me jump in. <laughs> Motherfucker, you got a whole wife. A whole, a whole entire wife. A whole entire wife. A creamy white, white children at home. Wife with white, creamy, blonde children. You got the whole Nordic nation in your house. <laughs> it looked like Heidi Klum's insides up in there. <laughs> but you over here But you over here badgering this this woman who you not with because you can't be with her because you got a whole wife. You you know, I guess you picked me because you just wanted somebody for company, but you just want to be alone. Well, if I was picking somebody, I can't pick you. You got a white wife at home. <laughs> at the fucking north. At home uh-huh. with, with Nanini and Nanana. Wait, no. <laughs> no well, not, you know what? I want to bring this look, up. That whole family looked like the, the sound of music. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looked like Von Trapp's escape. <laughs> it looked like the damn Von Trapp's. Oh, oh, I, I, I did want somebody. I still can't have you because you married. Oh. You know what? I want to bring this up. And, and, and I, I'm I'm not bringing it up to 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 shift the points that anybody has made because I think those points still stand and are still valid, and um, I'm not sure how much it matters. But I read that character. I did not read that character as Anglo-Saxon white, and I know that as black people we really don't dice white people up into little groups like that, like. You know, Jewish and Italian and Irish. It's just white people. <laughs> it's just white people. But um, I, I read this 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 particular character as Cajun somehow. Like, so okay. he's sort I'm of. About to, I'm about to straight up 100% turn around, drop down, get my eagle on and disagree. Hold <laughs> on, okay, Carla. Let me say this, David. I agree that there are different flavors of white, but at the end of the day, it's still vanilla. Well, can you cash in on white privilege? Because if you can, right. you can go out in these streets and cash right. in on white privilege, it don't matter what flavor you are. Right, right. And, and right. I I know, I don't care if he's Cajun or, or, or baked <laughs> or, or jerk. I don't care what kind of white. <laughs> I don't give two Shinolas about this, <laughs> David. David, yes, my ma'am. little cherub baby. Don't make me mad. And we just got started talking. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That mother fricker, frick, frick, frick. Cause see, this cop hair. Wait, 
Popo Bay, <laughs> hashtag cop hair makes me so mad. My producer's gonna come on here and tell me I'm cursing too much. I can't. I can't. Yeah, and, I, I, and I didn't bring that up to say that it makes any difference I, at all. I know, I know, but it, but no, no, I'm not mad. I'm just angry. It's just <laughs> because I, and I think that's part. Now I'm gonna tell you why that makes why that triggers me though. Okay. I think that's part of the the storyline that because he's this southern gentleman and votes Democrat and seemed to care about the, the people that he arrested and wasn't so slimy, she thought he was uh, he was above mm. the whiteness. Right, right. But right. at the end of the and, day, he kept saying. It's just this one kid. It's just this one kid. But like three minutes ago, you was talking about just your daddy. So please stop cop-splaining. Nobody wants to hear it from your cop face <laughs> with your stupid cop hair. <laughs> now let's move on because my, my blood pressure is too high and my sugar <laughs> is too low to keep talking about him. Okay. Let's move on to this other mofo who annoys me mm. and that is Charlie. Mm. <sighs> mm. So let me of Charlie DuBernay or whatever the hell the last name is. Let me let me read my Charlie notes and then like much like the meat to a pack of wolves I will lay her out for you all to chew on. One moment. This is what I wrote. Micah is pouting again. Davis is pouting again. She goes to visit a whole named Goldie trying to punk her, but that failed because a whole named Goldie came with a one-two rape punch, then asked for three million dollars and that young apology. Hashtag rape kit. And th my lawyer, my favorite lawyer, what's her name? I cannot remember her name. I gotta remember that character. I name. know the name of the actress, but I don't know no, the no, name no. of her character. But I like to say the character's name because it's real, real lawyerish. Anyway, she had the quote of the night. She's not black. She's not black, and she will be. She's not black, and she will be white by the time the press gets through her. Mm -hmm. Boom. Mm. Then she took her punk ass to the sugar field and her ego got in the way mm. again and Remy had to fix it because he wants them draws again. <laughs> now Micah is ready to leave his old rapist ass daddy since Becky Jr. showed up with the dick pic. That's a good recap of this that one. Yep. Um, so there it is. You Shoot. should write greeting cards. Okay, so this is what I <laughs> So this is what I'm going to say about Charlie, and then we can go on and on and on. And I said this in our first recap, our first episode, where she started off with this whole thing trying to explain to Davis that she was trying to teach Micah about real life and how real life works and the fantasy that she's living in. And what has happened is, piece by piece, episode by episode, scenario by scenario, her real life has turned out to be real fantasy and she really don't know a whole lot. She real book smart, 
But once she steps out her door, once she's in her office that she has no control, once she steps out of the office that she has control over, she really don't know what's going on out here. She is dull as a pair of preschool scissors. Baby, every (laughs) step she has taken has been the wrong one. She is wearing flats in a contest where you're supposed to wear the highest heel. She don't even know what store to shop at. So dull. She it you know what? the way I the way I thought about it is she's city smart and not country smart. That's that's kind of the way. Like in 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 LA, she's the shit. In LA, she knows what to navigate and how to navigate or whatever. But uh, coming coming to Louisiana is a is a huge culture shock for her. It, it, this is a, this is an entirely different um, this is an entirely different culture, an entirely different way of being um, that has its own rules. It's own, you know, I, I'm even thinking about, uh, n- never mind what happened at the auction, and I'm thinking about the funeral. And, you know, when Nova kind of tore her ass and was like, you know, you haven't been gone that long. You you don't remember that we don't do that. We don't, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we don't do it this way. There, There's a specific way these things are done. And so, you know, it's, it's, I, I think she's, I think she's city smart and country. Dumb. Well, okay, David. So let me, let me offer you this then. She's not, cause I don't, cause I hear what you're saying. I think she's microcosm of LA smart because she also had to deal with Goldie. And right. She went in, she, she wrote, Charlie rode her high horse through most of this episode. And right. kept getting knocked off of it. And right. to, to climb back on it. When she talked to Goldie, because so Goldie is just a sex worker and her body don't really mean nothing to her, she was shocked that this woman was not taking her money. She had to explain to the woman what she was trying to say. Because clearly this woman is stupid. She is, after all, a sex worker. Though she but has it. husband by the ball. It- no, 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 no. It, it's, you know, I, I have to, because y'all know, I, I got some, you know, tell, I tell some of my business, I am a rape survivor. So this episode, again, it, this whole episode was reaching me in the deep, dark places where my anger lives. Mm. So I can't give Charlie credit for being anything other than an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, <laughs> like, I don't think she's smart. I don't think she's smart anywhere. I don't think I think she's arrogant. I think mm. she is an asshole. This move, well, I mean, my my husband didn't rape anybody. Your husband picked that woman up while she was drugged and yeah. carried smacked her, into her on the room. ass and carried right. her into a room twice. Yo, you you were and you saw it on camera, so you can't even and deny you that saw one. it. So go to the seventh layer of hell with that Catholic hell. Catholic hell. <laughs> yes, I, I need her to go Inferno. to like I know you know Dante's Inferno is a representation of Catholic hell, but yeah. the Catholic hell I grew up in school thinking about the hell the nuns and the priests told me about was way worse. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I want her to go. I want like, to this going further now. 
Because I had what I do well there. <laughs> but on top of all of this, too, like the thing about Charlie is Charlie is thinking about just Charlie. She's not concerned about this woman being raped. Like she, she doesn't. She could care less. She's trying to protect her money and her brand. But in the same right. sense of doing that, like I feel like she's stripping herself of her own humanity. Because how can you stare this woman in the face and she say like I've been raped and just dismiss all of that because she's a sex worker? It doesn't matter if she's a sex worker or not. You know what I'm saying? It's rape a, it's a class period. issue, though, right? Like it is yeah. very much a class yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like and this woman and- is beneath her as far yeah. as as far as Charlie's concerned. You know. But here's the class issue she ran into at the auction. She thought she was there with all the dumb hick farmers, and this right. white man isn't going to tell me I can't do dot dot dot. And so then Remy has to tell her, now you just telegraphed that mm. you're stupid. Yeah. Mm. I'm still going to stupid town, with money. I'm still going to make your pants wet. But, <laughs> but, but I ain't never heard I ain't never heard a dude call nobody stupid and make them wet at the same time because he did that he did that he was like you so ignorant with your pretty self you ignorant you dull as a pair of preschool scissors you dumb as paste but that's okay I'm still gonna hit it that's what he said to her when they were are we gonna have, speaking of dumb pretty people are we gonna have time to talk about Ralph Angel are we getting him Next, we get him next. Okay, because okay. I have to pray for his little chocolate soul. <laughs> I just, I just have one more thing to say about um, Charlie's uh, storyline and this uh, foolery, which is when is she going to parent Micah? Mm. I have oh, been waiting yeah. since episode two for her parenting skills to show up. I am really disappointed because I feel I was sold a bill of goods when it comes to Micah. I feel like I was sold some cane with some smut in it. Because <laughs> you did. First two episodes, Micah was, I was like, and I said this, those first couple episodes, he stood up, he did what he was needed to do, he took charge. I was real proud. And then they got back to LA, he turned into a seven year old again. Well, no, they before they got back to L.A., when he was on the phone with Becky Jr., taken in the bed, <laughs> I gotta get out of here, me, 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 and then he was like, I wanna be with my daddy slash Becky Jr., Mm. They, he he started that in episode two. Because it was all about getting back to Becky. Too. <laughs> and now now him and Becky done showed up with the dick pics and they done busted up. He's like, I just, I want to be homeschooled. <laughs> I'll come to St. Charles. I'll come wherever. Just to get away from the cameras and my life. <laughs> As one of my favorite drag queens says, Choices. Right. <laughs> so let's move on to poor, oh Ralph Angel, Ralph Angel, you poor dumb stupid pretty thing. <laughs> right, right. <sighs> oh, so this is what I wrote for Ralph Angel's storyline because this is really the whole story that we saw. The black male ego is fragilely constructed. And now he's stealing shit again. <laughs> oh, is that all you want? That's all I could. That's I had nothing else to say. Okay, so that's pretty much it. Though. So your feelings hurt about you. You bought the smut 
and your sister, the, the corn, the the cane sugar smut, and your sister, um, and Remy are conspiring to take your spot, and you, and your daddy dead, and nobody understands you, and now, um, um, uh, Cajun, Cajun wine, uh, Latino Cajun wine <laughs> is in the damn who done already got $15,000 of your money is now convincing you to steal stuff. Can't you see it's a setup, my dude? And you know what? So they say there's nothing new under the sun. Do you know who Ralph Angel is to me? Who? Hmm. It's Pinocchio. Mm. Ralph Angel is Pinocchio trying to find his way through life on how to be a real boy. And Ralph Angel does much better when he has his Jiminy Cricket with him. And he mm. has not had Jiminy Cricket with him in the last two episodes. And mm. in the last episodes, Blue has not been in it, and he's been making some horrible fucking decisions. Now, everything out here, the wolf is talking to him, telling him to steal shit, and you know, life is like, you know, you give a little, you take a little. You know, I'm going to do this. Hold on real quick, to because I want to just refresh myself real quick. So, I believe it was the first episode. I want to say it was like one of the first scenes of the first episode where we saw Ralph Angel, like, rob a party store or some shit that like that. That was the very first episode. No, it was like the first, first 15 minutes of the first episode. Right. right. You know what I mean? It, like, I, I'm assuming, you know, like, he was able to get away with it. You know, he was able to sweep it under the rug or whatever. But even from that scene, I was like, this is a man who's been through so much, but is still making poor decisions to put him back in that same place that mm. he fought so hard to get out of. You know what I'm saying? So I caught that right from the beginning. So none of this really surprises me, but it's kind of like, but you don't have to do it because, like, didn't your dad leave you with what a hundred thousand dollars or something like that? Like, no, the the no. sister Charlie gave him a hundred thousand dollars to okay. get the farm started. Okay, so he has access. He's a he's a signature on the account. He has right. the debit cards to this big account. There is no reason he has to steal shit. Yeah. He's doing it because his poor widow feelings are hurt. <laughs> you you know, um, I, I I I was watching this show with my mother, and th- this particular character's stupidity um, gave her the flux. She was like, "I can't watch this." I'm um, he his character is so stupid as to be almost unrealistic uh what she said and i think she made some pretty good points that i kind of agree with so this is supposed to be you know a thug Mm -hmm. quote unquote Mm -hmm. um and he seems to have neither street sense nor common sense sense. Mm -mm. like he doesn't know when he's being this is somebody that you know is supposed to be a street person he doesn't know when he's being hustled Mm. he -mm. does not know you know he doesn't know a shyster when he sees one Mm. um i'm not even a farmer but I, I, I would figure that checking a crop that you bought would be common sense. I mean, wow. you know, why wouldn't you check the crop? And so 
like his you know for me like his 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 dumbness is making him really uncute it, it, his dumbness stripped all the sexy away and I'm going to say something because my father is dead so I can say these things now mm. My, I was talking to somebody about my father it was a guy who was talking to another friend of mine who was a lawyer about his legal issues and this guy you know he went on to say uh, he said something so ridiculous I said listen my father was a criminal and this is what I know about the uh, about committing crime and he said oh snap how much time did your father do mm. i said no i didn't say my father was a convict i said my father was a criminal my father never went to jail so <laughs> we already know that ralph angel ain't good at it because right. he already been locked up mm. and then he got this so he knows he's not good at it and then he got this opportunity to change his life. I, let me tell you, I watched every scene, all those Ralph Angel scenes. I rolled my eyes so far back up in my head. I got dizzy. I was like, ugh. Ugh. So, moving on from that depression. <laughs> <laughs> to my bae, the best auntie ever, Violet. Yeah. Who her yeah. whole her, This is what I wrote for her storyline. Y'all have all seen that um that uh, video. Fuck this shit. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. this shit. I'm out. <laughs> all right, then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, and I don't really care because I'm gonna get the fuck about it. Vi was like, I have thrown up mega deuces. Don't make me punch you in the face, little boy. I will fight you. <laughs> and I'll, instead instead of fighting you I will just leave yes because I don't need no you, charges that's what you when you get to a certain age yeah I yeah. won't I advise has to deal with this young sissy with power at work <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ on the cross because if that girl pursed her lips one more time and try to throw that weak ass shade. Let me tell you something. Let me let, let, let me speak to the young homosexuals out there in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> old homosexual. <laughs> Your young, hot homosexual shade is new and fresh like a baby star and will not compete with an old southern black woman ever. It just won't. You'll never get there. So all this that you doing young hot homosexual who inherited <laughs> from your uncle is too much and it's gonna make you burn out quick and you lucky she didn't take you out back and spank you and Derek I have to say that that public service announcement was so necessary as I am creeping into middle age and having to eat little gay boys on a regular basis now <laughs> oh no and a few straight ones, honey. Uh, and most few. of the most of the ones I eat ain't really straight. That's just what they mouth say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that happened, but here's what I saved for last. Oh, and then I got high. That was great. Oh, that was love. Uh, 
best scene oh. ever. She oh. needed that so yes. much. Because yes. if any of us have worked with a 20-something that thought they got too grown, then you have to. It, it takes all of your resources not to choke their ass. Then <laughs> then Carla went outside, went outside because she wouldn't leave me alone. She was 22 <laughs> and freshly in charge of something. I was 40. I went outside because the whole room turned red and I didn't want to catch a charge because she a little. She was a little young white Jewish girl, and I'm a big black man. I was never gonna make it to jail in New York City. No, they would have got you. They would have got you. Yeah. So you had to leave. You had to leave the premises. Outside and looked around, and she followed me outside and said, "Derek, I don't think you have time to be standing out here with your hands in your pockets. You have too much work to do." Wow. Ooh. Uh, yeah, you know her, her her ancestors were with her. They were standing <laughs> around her. She had a bubble of glory all around her. And that's I why she not dead. I, I said, I told her. I said, I'm going home. Will you just go <laughs> this work? I said, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, how's it gonna get done? This is what I'm gonna tell you. I'm leaving. Now, if you don't want me to come back. You can send me an email. You can send up a smoke signal. You can send a message with your mind. But don't say <laughs> before I walk out this door. That's real. That's scripture. All right, let's let's get through this last point, and it's about Hollywood. Ooh, y'all oh. sitting there holding my breath. So I miss so you. go ahead, Carla. Go ahead. So, uh, brief synopsis. Legal bipolar wife Erica Alexander slash Maxine <laughs> Shaw <laughs> had to go to see the people about her mind and he had to go get her ass, but he lied to Vi in the process. So, do we still love him? Like, I'm so confused. Do we still love I, I, Hollywood? I missed, I missed this show last week. Because I was in hospital. But I did listen to this show. And I listened to the conversation that you and Chris Impact Sutton had about Hollywood. And I heard Chris say, there's something there. There's something there. He sure said it. Baby, you called that one, boo. And And as I was sitting there watching this week's episode feeling like I was getting kicked in the chest repeatedly by life and drama. <laughs> All I could think was, damn, Chris, damn, for real. <laughs> and Erica Alexander, too. Alec- Alec- Erica Alexander slash um, Maxine Shaw had to... G- so, I'm so... Because, first of all, I was rocking back and forth. I said, damn it, if he got a whole nother whole nother wife that he still booed up with I'm coming through the screen because he (laughs) was my hope for a good black man I was holding on to Hollywood but it turned out that he's just really a good guy but he lied to my babe best auntie ever I you know what I'm sorry I I just I I I he Look, I'm going to just put it out there. 
Omar J. Dorsey makes me too moist, and my oh. critical faculties about <laughs> like anything that he's doing are just gone. Like I don't have any. Like I, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I'm no, supposed to feel. That. I, I know that. I'm supposed to feel bad for Aunt Vi, but he's big and he's purple and stuff. And, and apparently, dark and apparently, according to what I said, after she got high, he's packing. Yes. Right. Yes. Right, though. Like, so I'm Chris, sorry, not Chris, sorry. what are your thoughts? Because these two, I'm not doing it with them. <laughs> what you got to say? Because we got to keep moving. And both of them, they, they done got on my nerves already. Come on. <laughs> But I agree with them, though. You know what I'm saying? I agree with them. But but the thing of it is with Hollywood, like, I suspected something. But in all actuality, it wasn't as bad as I expected, if that makes things any better. This uh, is why. But that's why I'm confused, because it wasn't bad. He's just a really good guy. But, in my whole good thing guy. Is, but my whole thing is, like, why... I mean, I guess it could have caused some conflict if, if he was truthful with OnVive about all of this. But I think she would have understood to some level like you know she'll probably like i'm gonna go down there with you to see this woman or whatever just to make sure nothing happens but i think she would have been able to kind of grasp it without you know completely breaking up with them you know what i'm saying so well i don't know it to me and and this is this is me as a gay boy talking Mm -hmm. like but just in relationships it's hard to explain another person (laughs) no matter what the circumstances are Right. Like it's it's hard to um, explain the presence of another person that is occupying your time and space. Mm. Um, well, I, I, I because these I think because our vibe is who she is. Mm-hmm. I think she would understand. Here's the problem: Hollywood has done what so many other men have done. He has decided to keep this secret thinking it is the right thing to do. To do. But it is absolutely the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And, and 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 he will want points for being noble. Mm. But he can't have them because he wasn't honest. Right. And I believe, uh. I believe he is I believe he is there for Vi. I believe everything he said. Mm. I believe he just want Maxine to get better and be about her life and he's trying to do the right thing. But in this whole trying, and again, black men get caught up like this all the time and trying to do the right thing and not listening to the person. Because this woman's going to go bad. This woman has declared she wants you back. That you want to go bad. It is going to go bad. This is going to go bad for him. And it's going to go bad with Vi. Because Vi already has insecurities about it because of the age difference. And Vi is already feeling some kind of way. And when she finds out he got a whole entire wife, and I don't care what the reason is, because I'm going to tell you, I've had this situation. Well, I mean, we ain't really together. Together, you know, she just, I keep it for the insurance, slash. I keep, we just doing it for the kids, slash. No, my dude, you're married. Because you're right. still legally bound to this human. And I needed to know that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we gotta get we gotta wrap these things up. So we got some uh housekeeping to do. Before we the, do, go to that, can I just say one thing? If it's quick. Remy got Charlie to almost eat dirt. 
just like kids do at the playground. Okay. Thanks. Because because her punk ass needed to eat some dirt. <laughs> I wish he had. A, I wish he had a picked up a damn cow patty and asked her to eat that. <laughs> you know I can't stand oh. that character. Um. Now. Gentlemen, it is time to pick the most valuable player. Which character impressed you the most and why? The rules are very simple. State which character impressed you throughout this episode and why. If someone has already mentioned the character you were going to choose, you must select a different character. David, since you are the newest of the new, you get to pick first. Nova. Nova impressed me because... She she was about her business and about her people. No matter how good the dick was, <laughs> no matter, you know, no matter what she felt for this man, she was willing. She she was still about who she was. She knew who she was, even if he didn't. That's mm. real. Mm. Derek Anthony. My pick for the week is going to be Mr. Prosper. He walked into that situation very clear. I am here for Remy. I ain't here for you because you're not going to listen to me. And then he was proven right. And he had to tell that girl at the end, you don't listen. I can't work for you because I said all these things already. And you're going to have to go do you. You had your chance. You blew it. Good luck. Chris Impact Sutton, who is the real MVP of this episode for you? Child, um, I'm about to say Goldie. Because, <laughs> I mean, even with her being who she is, I mean, she kind of brought it to Charlie. And anytime somebody checks Charlie, I'm kind of a fan of it. So, I'm going to say Goldie. Um, I hate both Der- David and Chris because y'all <laughs> stole my answers. Y'all oh, really? stole my answers. Because oh, y'all stole all my answers. Um, but I have to say, uh, if I have to pick one, it's always my bae. Best auntie ever, Aunt Vi, because she saved a life and her freedom and walked <laughs> the fuck out. All right, kids, we got to rate this episode. How would you rate this episode on a scale of one to ten sugar canes? The point system is acceptable. And if you think this episode is exceptional, like nothing has ever been done this amazing before, you can give it the golden sugar cane. And I will start with Derek Anthony. This is going to be my first episode that I give 10 sugar canes to. That's it. Because this episode, I love the show and I... I, I enjoy my 40, 50 minutes that I spend with the show. And as I was sitting there watching, I was like, I just want this episode to end because I want it to stop kicking me in the chest. I want, yes. to, stop hanging, I want to stop sitting in the corner wondering when it's going to stop beating me like a rented mule. And if you think <laughs> that, because I don't want to turn you off. But I don't right. want to me. So that, this was a clear 10 for me. Uh, Chris. I'm going to give it eight. I enjoyed the episode. I felt like it just removed more layers or kind of added um, new layers to some of these characters. Um, I kind of prefer last week's episode a little bit more, but this one was still dope. So I'm going to give it a solid eight. Eight sugar. David. I am going to give it 
a 10 and I'm going to say I, I have to say that 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 my my I'm a little dazed right now as far as my critical faculties because I'm still dazzled by this show um, mm. and I did not know sometimes you know like th- this show may makes other shows look bad um <laughs> I, I watched this show and then I watched another show on another network that I will not mention. And mm-hmm. it's like going from gourmet Ruth Chris's Steakhouse to eating McDonald's all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you're giving it this solid young 10. I'm giving it a 10. I'm I'm just I'm I'm still very very dazzled by the show. I'm, I'm sure that it's, as the episodes go on, I, I can be a little more critical, a little bit more dissecting, but I'm, I'm, I still got stars in my eyes. Well, I have to give this a 8.5. Though the cops explaining getting squashed was magnificent and Charlie getting her hand, ass handed to her is always lovely. Um, I, the predictable whackness that was Ralph Angel's um, story arc this week made me nauseous and my eyes are still stuck in my head from rolling them. (laughs) So I'm at an 8.5 this week just because of that. Now, I would love everyone to join us next time for a brand new installment of Queen Sugar's Court. Once again, here's our announcer, to remind you, that's you listening, of how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Queen Sugar's Court and subscribe. Follow us on Tumblr, queensugarscourt.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thank you so much. Co-hosts, would you please wish our listeners a good eve? Good evening, all. And good evening. How sweet, it is, how sweet it is. <laughs> <laughs> good evening, everybody. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Queen Sugar's Court every Monday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio archives. New episodes stream via poppychuloradio.com every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Thank you so much and good night.